It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com. This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. Podcasts. They're so good. There's just nothing to talk well, about. Well, there's nothing to say right That's now. That's what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I say. Like, I, I love doing the pod with you, and we'll talk about. I have a Taylor Swift take. I have oh, a vaca- I can't wait for that. I have a cable box take. Like, yeah, I enjoy I, just the, the randomness. Exactly. Of course. But, yes. but in terms of saying, you know, okay, we're doing the pod. We have got to talk about how they don't have a linebacker. Yeah. Like, there is not no, it's that. A, we will like, argue about Nicobe at some point. Yes, I, I know. Well, people think we should make a bet. Which I love, and I have, I know, I have but, a few ideas about it. Okay, I'll save my thoughts for that. Okay, good. But- it, they're just they're operating at an extremely high level. I don't know what else to say. There's nothing to say right now. Like yeah. it's like there's the no roster's like, oh, really look. good. You know how many times can you have the, the debate of will they start off slow? You know yeah. Oh, and it's a credit. Yeah. It's a credit to them. It's a credit to them, and it's a credit to the culture that they put in place that we feel like they're not they're not going to have issues right. this year. And or it won't always be like this. No, you know? like there will be hopefully a long time from now off seasons where we're sitting here and going, all right, what problem do you want to talk about yeah. first? But that's not the case with them. Right no, now. I mean, again, like the last two weeks, more, like we literally on what day was it? It was either Tuesday, maybe Tuesday this week. We came in and we're like, all right, we got to figure out a way to talk Eagles just because like we haven't talked Eagles. Yeah, exactly. It was like we need it. Like I need it for my mental health just to talk well, Eagles for a day. Like it, like we had to like figure out a way to get them in there and that never happened. And I do wonder, so I've been looking at this from a Sixers perspective of I can remember the last time the city was this mad about the Sixers. Mm-hmm. It's, I mean, you obviously know you've worked in radio for a long time. There is not many times where you go, if you exclude the weekend, but even on Go Birds, we did all Sixers. I don't know, eight days where Sixers is the main I think topic. It's the most the most extended anger from a Sixers thing in my time in radio. And I and I do think a large part of that Other is Other than because, the process, because that was a different thing where people yeah, kept talking about right. it. That's a it's a philosophical but that's discussion. On and off. This yeah, is I'm the talking same, about a like, game, a series, or whatever. There's the most anger. Right. I mean, how many times in WIP recently have has every show led Sixers for eight straight? For like days? a yeah, over a yeah, week. You know, it right. never happens. Um but yeah, what was funny when when I look at it, I go, oh, it's because people are really mad about the Sixers. And I think that's a large part of it. But I also think there's just a huge void because there's nothing for the Eagles. Like, if the Eagles had something else going on, by three days after that Sixers loss, we would have been talking about that. There's just nothing going on with them. Mm-hmm. But anyway, I'm excited to do a pod about them. Yeah. So, <laughs> so birds, as we are excited. Yeah. We got I, bit, no, I do have some We got some a big thoughts. slate of birds topics. Yeah. I will say, Elliot did come in super prepared today. Yeah, so I, shout I feel like there's a lot. Well, we I was recorded. like, are we talking about Eagles? And you're like... Got yeah, you. I got a bunch of things. But there is one thing I should have thought of right away, because I did say we tried to do an Eagles show, and we did do one, and it was about this thing, so let's yeah. talk about that thing. The uh, I think the biggest Eagles news that we get, it's not even news, it's all just like conjecture and wonder and all yeah. that, but the Mike Florio, Howie Roseman thing, I'm assuming a lot of people have seen it by now. If you have not, uh, basically Mike Florio had Howie Roseman on his podcast for an interview, and uh, ended the interview talking about the, the tampering thing with Jonathan Gannon, yeah. and, it, and it, got, it got snippy. It definitely got a lot, and I think like, 
I don't think he got like really angry there. I think they're buddies. You can kind of tell they had a relationship mm-hmm. and they were, I was joking about it, but like he went at Howie and he, he was telling him he's deflecting. He's, you know, uh, but you know how he kept reading that Pat answer and right. being like, I'm reading my company line. Like Basically it was saying like, that we're not, we're looking at the future, not the past. He said, yes. We thank was, him for everything he's done. Yes. And Florio was like, in more or less where it's okay, stop lying. Like, yeah, tell us what basically, you think. So you're deflecting. And then and at then, the end, he was like, Do you want to read your, your, your yeah, lines again? Yeah, and then Howie called him a conspiracy theorist. Yeah, at the number of top five in the like, it was it wasn't, I don't think it was like really like uh, adversarial, but it was a little awkward and a little yeah. snippy. I don't think Howie probably appreciated how hard he was pushed I, on. I him. absolutely right. don't think he did. I think Howie was sitting there like, you know, earmuffs trying under to three, get like, out of it. Hey, earmuffs under there. And Howie's sitting there in the moment being like, what the fuck, dude? Yeah, exactly. I think right. that was the reaction. I was yeah. like, really, dude? Like, the, really? Yeah. Like, I, I gave you that, like, enough. Like, that's a, but also not in like a mean way or whatever, but I think that's the way it. Well, no. here's, here's what's what, your take. Yeah, like, what's okay. your take on the, we'll get into the, the, what we think it means. But just on the interaction. On the interaction itself, yeah. this is my takeaway. Howie is, I'll preface it by saying, Howie is the best in the city at dealing with the media. The best. You, like, Nick's very good, too. Sirianni. I mean, at least of... of, of uh, General managers. Yeah, like, his, I would Jones say Bryce Harper's be. probably just yeah, as good. Bryce is whatever, very good. Yeah, Nick's but, good. Jalen's good in his own way. all the people above player level, and even then, Howie's still probably the best. Yeah, Howie's still probably best. Well, the difference is, Howie's words carry so much and more Howie weight. And Howie has to answer tougher questions. Yes, exactly. But I do think Howie has gotten, and I would say this to his face if he asked, like Howie has gotten into a bad habit of making too many jokes in his press conferences. I yep. think he he's he does use it as a deflection. It's exactly what Florio said. Yeah. Like when you see him, I mean, in, he was deflecting in that. And he moment. was one hundred percent. Florio's not wrong. Like when you that. look at him up there with Nick Sirianni, Howie. And this is again how you know everything's going great with the Eagles. We're talking about when they're their doing press their buddy conference. cop routine yeah. or their buddy movie him routine. Him and Nick Sirianni, I'm sure, have a good relationship. You do not need to do like it's not a stand up routine yes. out there. And uh, I am not huge in press conferences, but it is a, you know, it is a working environment, yes. right? So And it's also the way that people like Howie Roseman who are not out there yes. are speaking to their directly to their fans. Right. Like that is that is what's happening. So I think he's gotten a little too far with the joking. And I think when he said to Florio, he tried to do the Howie thing he does where he's smiling and he's like, you know, if I had to name the top five conspiracy theorists, and he's saying this in a way of having a fun-natured rib at it. And I think Florio was just, hey, I'm not doing that with you. <laughs> Florio's like, this ain't no... I'm not doing like, it, right. And Because so, to Florio's credit and point, like, th- there, yes, this is becoming more than it is, but there is tangible evidence that something happened. Yeah, it's something not like happened, he's saying, right. like, something happened, tells him. He's like... Right. There were there was compensation. There was tampering. Like yeah. this tampering happened. Right, hundred so, percent. You know, but I, so I think that's why it got awkward. I think how he said his answer, he said it again to like. So how he said his answer, Florio asks him to try to and credit to Florio to keep pressing. How he says it again, Florio at that point, I'm surprised didn't just move on. Yeah, but, that's when he did. Hey, the, your credit defla- to him, yeah, right? He, went he, after he pressed, him. and that's when how he did the conspiracy theory thing because that's when how he's like joking. To try to get out of it. Deflecting. And, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and then Florio yeah. called out on yeah. him. So I do think Howie needs to just calm down a little bit with the jokes. Even when he came off you guys in the morning show, yeah. and I thought it was a good interview, he had good answers. You can just tell when he doesn't want to answer something, he goes down the whole, you know, oh, St. Joe's prep thing. And blah, yeah, like, he did the, oh, no fobs, the old morning exactly, show used to yes, me exactly, or whatever. Like, right. yeah, that good stuff. Yeah. like, look, Howie, and you're great at it, so I just think he's gone too far with it. So I think that was part of the, the, the thing. And that has been, for what it's worth, something in the past... And we are all, we're all, we love Howie right now. But like in the past when he is, like we know that, and I and I hope he's learned from that, and it seems like he has, but like 
when he gets too big for his britches, like there yes. can be a fall. Like, yeah, Howie is walking without... around with a ton of confidence. Yes. And he has deserved it. And he's, he's earned, earned it. it. And I don't yeah. think there's going to be another fall I don't now. either, but like, but you, this is what it's looked this like is before what, the fall. This is what Howie looks yeah, like, right? Yeah. Like after 2017, yeah. I, you know, this is what cocky Howie looks yeah. like. And Howie has deserved to be cocky. Howie is, if not the best in the whole league at his job, he's on that short list. He's probably the best right now, yes. certainly. Like I was just talking, I just did I hope so, Jack, and we were talking about the Braves, and I was like, they're just the best at this right now. Like yeah. the, their GM is like on a heater, and like their development, their drafting, like also they're just the 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 premier yeah, team. That's at what doing the Eagles this. are. That's what the Eagles are. That's what the Eagles are. Exactly. So anyway, that's my thought on the interaction. Hey everyone, this is Brett Boone. Would you know it? I've got a podcast going strong in our fourth year. Tune in as I sit down with my friends, some of the biggest names in sports, media, entertainment, for a lot of fun and in-depth conversations. As you know, baseball's been my life. It's been in the family for a long time, but it's a lot more than that here. It's sort of like taking a ride in a golf cart around a beautiful track. Join me every week for multiple episodes on the Brett Boone Podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. The answer is itself. Here's my thought on this Gannon thing. And this isn't just because I think he's a good I think he's a better coordinator than other people. And maybe subconsciously it is. But I just don't get why people are so worked up about this. He there was tampering. The hold Eagles on, got hold, caught, on, hold, hold on. on. Let me just finish really quick. You can, but like you like you you get why people are worked up. You're phrasing it poorly. You think that people are worked up more than they should be. Yes, I guess that's a better way to put it. But you understand the Eagles lost the Super Bowl and there are a lot of people who believe that Jonathan Gannon did not give his full effort to them yes. winning the Super Bowl because of this. So you can understand that's the kind of thing where it get people like really like mad yes, mad. You're right. You know? I understand why people are yes. mad. I just Okay. We know there was some version of tampering. We don't know what version of tampering happened right i think i believe gannon has said he took like a phone call or something like that so it seems like the tampering was minor but let's just say it wasn't let's say he had a full four-hour interview during the week just to take it to an extreme we'll we'll never know we'll never be able to know and frankly gannon himself might not even know if he was distracted for that game there is not going to be any tangible proof that he was distracted because the Chiefs were led by Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid, who are the best, in my opinion, the best head coach quarterback duo of all time. Obviously, Brady and Belichick are more accomplished. I believe Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes are the toughest quarterback head coach duo you could go against. I, you know, other than, I don't know, like Montana and we'll whoever his coach disagree. was. But, I'll go Brady and Belichick. Okay, but, fine, fine. Yeah. But the point I'm making is they are on the short list of the best duo at the most important part of winning a football game. And I also think it's funny how before, before the Super Bowl, Eagles fans, or I should say all the last two years, Gannon can't beat a good quarterback. Whenever he plays a good quarterback, the defense is bad. He can't do it. They play a bad quarterback. I'm sorry, they play a great quarterback in the Super Bowl. And everybody's like, well, he must have been distracted. <laughs> like, he would, they, they, like, yes, the defense struggled against great quarterbacks because that's what it's like to go against a great quarterback. Do I believe Gannon was distracted by the interview? No, I Maybe. think. I mean, I, look. I, to your point before, I think the the real key is we don't know, and we'll never know. But like, let me ask you honestly: Do you really think the, the part of the reason the defense struggled was because of the the Cardinals? So tampering? I I don't know, but I, do I think that Jonathan Gannon's full focus was not on the Super Bowl as much as it could have if he didn't have this other thing, this career defining, this all t- your dream job sitting in front of you that you knew you had an opportunity at, like, he'd be a fool not to watch Cardinals tape. He'd be a fool not to pay attention to the roster, to prepare for the interview, to all that stuff. Like, like that'd be foolish. Yeah, but he We're can talking st- about uh, 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 becoming a, one of 32 head coaches yes. in the NFL. So, like, 
even if it wasn't purposeful, like whatever it is, like do I think that Jonathan Gannon gave all of himself to the Super Bowl? No, I don't. I don't okay. know if do I think it's the reason they lost? No. I do I think it maybe played some small role? Sure. I think Gannon himself played a role. I think there's a lot of reasons. I think you know, I still think the field is as big a thing as anything. Right, right. Which is but out we're of talking more that yeah. I know. I'm just pointing out that like yeah. yeah, do I think that that the Arizona thing took some percentage, even if it's one percent, but some percentage of Gannon's focus away from the Super Bowl? Absolutely I do. hundred percent I do. So how could it not? He's a human being. Anybody would. The the one percent I would give you is I do not believe that Gan in my in my opinion. I do not believe Gannon spent less time preparing for the game than he would have otherwise. But where I would give you 1% is... Focus, mental well, focus. Well, not even that. Like, if you know you already have a job on the other end, then then I think there's just probably a little less of... Well, it's a lot. ...has to happen. Ha- like, well, and again, you're telling me that... But those uh, same but, things apply to no, Steichen. but also, like, you're telling me that you don't... Like, and again, it's, I'm not saying it's purposeful, but if he is... Uh, uh, whatever, from 11 to 12, he could be thinking about, this is, I'm working on the Super Bowl. You think like, oh, but what if they ask me this question, pops in his head? Or, oh, remember, what, what do I say about Buda Baker? Or what do I say about this or that? Like, like we don't know. Like, of course that could be happening. He's focusing on multiple things at the same time. Like, we will, like, we will never know, obviously, but like, I would bet my life, I would bet my life that at least some small, again, it might be a half a percent. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I would guess it's more. I guess it's like three, four, five percent, whatever it is. Okay. But just like, still a very small percent. But but it, again, yeah. my point is is that there I feel like there is absolutely no way that the Arizona thing did not affect Gannon in some way, shape, or form, even if it's only one percent, whatever it is. But yes, I absolutely believe that the that Arizona Cardinals thing influenced Jonathan Gannon. We'll just never know how much.